Once upon a time, a child saved the world of fairy tales. His reward was a wish. The one who plots in the shadows saw an opportunity to tarnish the child's heart, whispering words of corruption to him. The child asked the king of fairy tales to grant the villains, accursed for centuries, a new life. This was to be their chance for redemption. This was how the villains became good. But any light needs a shadow, and in turn, the heroes became evil. At that moment, all fairy tales were shattered. You have been sent to the village of Durfort in France. The village is being terrorized by ferocious beasts. Baron Gerard de Bois has had his recent marriage to the beautiful Elisabetta of Volinia overshadowed by his subjects' pleas for help. Desperate, he has written to the papacy, begging for help from the order. His letter, written in a trembling hand, insists the beasts that are afflicting Durfor are something that moves outside the grace of God. You have been sent to find out what is really going on. You're seen in a carriage on the way to the village. Well, as the leader of this group of hunters, I suppose it is my job to make sure you are all prepared. We don't know what we're going to find out there. Do you have everything you might need? You know, you would really do well in high society. Stuck up, and you think everybody serves under you? If you don't know what we will face out there, how can you possibly ask, do we have everything we will need? That is true, but there are things you can do to prepare for the unexpected. The small witch looks confused for a moment, pondering. I suppose it's hard to be prepared for every situation, but we can guess at what may be coming our way. Are you prepared to fight? Am I prepared to fight? When was the last time you bested somebody with a weapon of the mortal realm? I don't need... weapons of the mortal realm to win my fights. And as you bicker and plan, the carriage pulls up to a small village. Upon arriving, you are quickly led by the coachman to the Dubois family manor. As you pass villagers on the way, you feel eyes fixed upon you. Children stare with open curiosity, while adults sneak quick glances and look away. 
You notice one or two cross themselves and mutter what could be prayer under their breath. At the Dubois Manor, you are ushered into the dining room. Gleaming silverware and crystal glasses that glitter under the light of an ornate chandelier. The intricately carved furniture and rich tapestries make a stark contrast to the rough stone and thatched dwellings you passed on your way here. Guards are posted at the doors. A large painting of a stern-looking man in elaborate clothes hangs over the fireplace and seems to glare down disapprovingly at the man pacing nervously back and forth, who you assume to be your host, Gerard Dubois. Dubois resembles the man in the painting, if a somewhat smaller, wispier version, and seems to be working himself up into a panic. A beautiful woman, in what is clearly a very expensive velvet gown, looks up and sees you. Flashing you a brilliant smile, she pats Gerard's arm comfortingly. Darling, our guests are here. Your scene. Paper, dressed in a tailed coat of deep purple. It almost looks black, except for when the candlelight hits it and you can see the deep purple sheen to it. He is wearing a happy theatre mask and a large hat, which as he pulls off long black hair with a tinge of purple flows down. He has a cane, which doubles for his flute. And he moves across and looks at the painting for a few seconds before turning towards the woman and bowing. Forgive me, I have forgotten my manners. I was interested in... And he turns back to the painting and he motions to it. I appreciate art. And when it's something I have not seen, I can sometimes get pulled away. The man pacing back and forth stops and looks at you and says... That is a painting of my father. It surely has no bearing on the matter at hand. That remains to be seen. You can call me Piper before looking at one of the seats. He motions to it. May I? Oh, yes, of course. Please, everyone be seated, says the woman who seems much less frantic than her husband. He sits and folds his hands over the top of his cane and listens intently. Already seated at the table is a young woman, rather plainly dressed compared to the others in the room, and a very stern-looking man. And the lady who welcomed you into the room will say, Where are my manners? I have not yet introduced anyone. I am Lady Elizabetta. Uh, I am married, of course, to Baron Gerard here. This is my friend, Anne, and she gestures to the young woman, and the captain of our guard, Vincent, and she gestures to the stern-looking man. You remind me, Vincent, of a cousin I once had. We called him Vinny. I see. He blinks at you in some confusion. So... What is it that you need our help with? Baron Gerard stops pacing, and have the other two hunters sat as well? Are they still standing? Baba Yaga has gone and uh, is sitting the wrong way around on a chair. Okay, and is James sitting? James will start walking towards the chairs in his luscious red captain's uniform and his deep brown almost reddish hat 
with a giant white feather, and he will sit. Baron Gerard will finally stop pacing a hole in the carpet and come sit next to his wife. I do apologize for Baby Yaga. And they look confused. Social niceties are not her strong suit. The Baron waves a hand. Don't call me a baby. Would you two be quiet? We have, or we are the guests. We have guests. <laughs> After having glared slightly at the interruption, the Baron will say, The village is under attack. I have never seen anything like it during my time here. The monsters are ferocious beasts. We have not seen them, but we have seen the state of their victims. And what are the state of their victims? Horribly torn to pieces, chimes in the rather plain-looking girl who is sitting on the other side of Elizaveta. The first two, they were... Oh, well, I didn't find them, but I've heard all about it. Guy and Yvette, they, well... Everyone knew they were lovers, but they used to meet in secret at the cemetery. That's where they found them, you know. Everything, ugh, torn limb from limb and blood and... and ugh, she shivers. And Piper reaches forward and slowly comes to a point. And you have seen this, or is it hearsay? Well, I... I didn't see it, but everyone knows it's... All anyone's been talking about. Who has seen it? I mean... I think it was Nicholas who found them. Uh, he's a hunter in town, and... Well, they're buried in the cemetery, so the priest there would have seen them. Pray. Continue. I mean, what else is it you want to know? They were horribly killed, and the creatures are still on the loose, and none of us are safe. These creatures, these haunts of the night, what are they? Who saw them? How do you know they are creatures? It's not a bear? Not a wolf? What is it? You specifically said creatures, not animal. We believe they may be wolves, Elisaveta chimes in. We hear howling every night. It is forbidden to leave the city at night currently. It is, is far too dangerous for the townspeople here. If this was merely wolves, would not your local forest hunter be able to deal with such a thing? Surely you are used to such animals in your area that is why i called for you the baron chimes in in some annoyance clearly they are outside the realm of all natural order they do not behave as normal wolves should wolves should not come into a village and carry away the villagers we have dealt with normal wolves before our hunter can tell you more about that, but these are no ordinary wolves. Carried away. Ow. Strapped to their backs? 
dragged through the streets like rotten mutton? Or do these wolves walk on two legs and not be wolves at all? I think they haven't seen them, so they don't know. Then how do they know that they are not normal wolves? How do they know that they have been carried from the village? We did not see the ones who were taken, but at night, after hearing the howling of the wolves, well, some townspeople have gone missing. Were there any traces of fire or sulfur or brimstone? Could they have perhaps been the hounds from hell? No, no, nothing like that. And chimes in. There are... Well, I heard from Genevieve, who lives in the village, that there are wolf footprints all over the cemetery. But no one said anything about fire or brimstone, and believe me, I would have heard if they had. It would seem like our first stop is the cemetery. You are, of course, more than welcome to investigate wherever you like, Elizaveta says. However, it would be best to leave that for the morning. It is unsafe to wander around at night. We have, of course, arranged the best rooms for you in the local tavern, and I'm sure you could begin any investigation you would like in the morning. I thank you for your hospitality, my lady. You are most I want to go to the cemetery now. And you say you are not a child. My dear, well, I appreciate your enthusiasm. It, We could not allow you to take on that risk. It would be very dangerous. Fine. If there is anything that we can do to help you in this matter, please let us know. I wish this to be dealt with as soon as possible. As the do we, adds. I assure you. Talk to the townspeople. I know nothing. Anne claims to know everything, but she just likes to gossip with my wife. And Vincent here, well, his guards have been largely ineffective. And he glares at the captain of the guard, who doesn't look very concerned. Piper makes a note of that. Perhaps your guardsmen need a new captain. Oh, I don't see why that would be. Vincent here's doing a fine job, Elisabetta says. He has not seemed to be focused on anything your Baron has been saying. I'm listening. I'm listening to hear what it is that you lot are going to do. Solve the issue. You and your guardsmen could not. Don't underestimate my power. My guards are just that. Guards. They are used to dealing with tavern brawls and preventing angry citizens from gaining entrance to the manor. They are not trained, nor do I see any reason for them to be, to deal with wolves from hell or whatever these may be. I will look to Zelady and Vincent to see if they are exchanging any odd glances that may imply... That the Baron is a unwanted guest in the marriage. Oh, you get the sense that he listens more to Elisabetta because he knows who is actually in charge and who he needs to please in order to keep his job. I want to use a gift. I would like to know... 
what the captain of the guards is afraid of. Uh, he is afraid of losing his job and needing to find one where he actually has to work hard to maintain the standard of life that he would like. Hyper will slowly stand, bow, tilting his head to each person in the room before placing his hat carefully upon his head. If people are moving to leave before that happens, would anyone like to give me a position check of a perceptive nature? I can do that. Three, four, five, see? <laughs> for two of you, these are things, so for Captain Hook and the Pied Piper, these are things you noticed over the course of sitting at the table and eating the meal. Uh, Baba Yaga saw something as everyone got up to leave. Where are you going? I think I'm just going to hang out here for a little bit longer. There's something I wanted to investigate. Piper will motion to the guard to please lead on. Right this way, sir. And Piper shall follow. The guard will head to the tavern, leading those of you that are following. The captain will look after the child. Piper is walking through the village following the guard when he will suddenly tilt his head and hold up his hand. Stop. What is it, sir? And then he slowly closes his hand and, and lowers it. Forgive me. I can understand that the ways of the investigators might seem unusual and maybe sometimes disconcerting. Please, lead on. A thought had occurred to me is all. Very well, sir. And the guard will continue. Everyone gets up to leave the table, and most people kind of go off their separate ways. As Anne is leaving, they go down a corridor, and Baba Yaga follows after. Stop! Oh my goodness, you frightened me half to death, you... Well, what? What is it? There is something that I noticed while we were having dinner just before the end. What on earth are you talking about, little girl? Don't play games, Anne. Do you doubt the power I wield? If you want her to tell you anything, you need to make a position check, and you need five. And she's going to kind of slink up real close to... And, and go on her tiptoes to try and uh, get up in her face, but not really. And she's going to throw the uh, dust kind of up towards her and ignite it. And a... <laughs> brilliant flash lights the hallway. I do not 
understand, you wretched child. You are cornering me in a hallway and throwing flames in my face. What is it that you want? Give me the item, Elisaveta. Hand it to you. That is six. She, looking rather flustered, will pull from the pocket of her dress a small box with a blue satin ribbon around it and open it up to reveal some chocolates. Look, Lady Elisabetta likes to know what's going on in the village, and I know everything that's going on in the village. So she invites me to dinner, and I tell her what's going on, and she gives me things. I see. What is going on in the village? Anything you didn't mention at dinner? Everyone is terrified, and the Baron isn't really able to do anything about it. Not many people will talk about it. Well, old man Vidier in the village, he'll tell you all about it. But the old Baron, he would have sorted this out by now. He always knew what to do. His son is, well, he's doing his best, I'm sure. So if we wanted to know more, would you suggest we talk to old man Vidier? You can if you want. You don't. <laughs> Hardly. You can talk to him. He'll tell you all about how much better Baron Patrick was and how angry he is at Baron Dubois for marrying a foreigner. I see. I meant to ask earlier. The captain of the guard, he said that he often keeps angry townspeople out from the gates. Are there a lot of angry townspeople? That was a joke. There are very rarely angry townspeople. He might have had to stop Vidier from storming in to rant at Baron Gerard once or twice, but <laughs> hardly angry mobs. Thank you. You've been very nice to indulge me. I won't keep your chocolate. Good. And she hurriedly puts them back in her pocket. And if either of you would like the opportunity to find out something else, you may, but it would be difficulty seven. That is seven successes. So with disadvantage, I believe. She looks like she's going to go, and then she looks back at you, and then she looks like she's going to go, You, I don't really know what you are. Can you, you know... See into people's thoughts and things, or what is it you can do? Everyone is a pawn to me, dear. That doesn't answer my question. Is there something you would like to tell me? Look, this isn't the only thing that Lady Elizaveta gave me. And the other thing that she gave me, I don't know what it is, but she told me to get rid of it. I can get rid of it for you. Please do not hand it to the child. I do not fully trust her with this. And James will hold out his hand. It's nothing dangerous. It's a silly little thing. I don't know why she was so upset about it. If you can get rid of it and don't tell her that you know, don't tell her that I told you anyway, she will hand over to James a string from which hangs a rough-looking pendant made of pottery. It is in the shape of a heart 
and it has an E carved into it. James will open up his jacket and tuck it in a pocket. Do not hold out on us again. Are you sure that is something you want to hang on to, James? We can discuss this later. Can I go now, please? I'd like to get home before wolves come and take me away. Of course. We would never want something like that to happen to you. I'm sure. And she will go off in a little bit of a huff. And as the two of you wander back out into the main hallway, the guards will realize that you were never shown to the tavern, and one of them will escort you there. James, I know you don't fully trust me, but I am the leader of this little group, as the Order has appointed. I'd appreciate it if you didn't question my ways. Or, especially in front of someone I'm interrogating. I must have not been there when they appointed you the leader. To my knowledge, no one is the leader here. We are meant to work together. And multiple times you have worked against us. I have never worked against you. Just in my own interest. Mm Mm-hmm. I just did not want it to be dangerous. But this does appear to be your expertise. And he will reach in and give you the piece of pottery. It's some kind of ceramic heart. It is possible it is more dangerous than Anne or you realize. If Baba Yaga wants to inspect it with any kind of magic, she will find that it is indeed simply a pottery heart on a string. You do not, however, get the sense that this is the sort of thing that a secret admirer or anyone would gift a woman. It is extremely roughly made, poor quality. It is not something that a lady of her you get the sense she cares very much about appearances and the finer things and it is not the sort of thing she would be caught dead wearing right but it is something could it be something that someone had given her who can say token of their affection that's like okay and i assume that these two can find the piper by following the music he's playing at the tavern ah The tavern is not very busy. It is very, very nice. It is bigger than you expected for the village. Everything in there, nothing seems new, but everything is very well made. The furniture, there is a large roaring fire. It is currently staffed, even though it is late at night. So if you wish to have anything to eat or drink, they are more than happy to provide that for you. There are rooms already reserved for you upstairs. There do not appear to be any um, other guests staying there. There are a couple of others sitting and drinking, but the atmosphere is rather subdued. And the piper is playing a happy tune, trying to cheer everyone up and playing rather well. Ah. It does seem to be one of his particular talents. He finishes his piece as he sees you enter and drops down from the table. He motions his hat around if anyone wants to throw any coins into it. And after the result of that, he shall walk over to the other two. And if you've got any coins, he will toss a couple to people who look like they could use it, especially if there is any children there. He got a few coins. Yeah, there aren't really any children there, because it's night, but 
There's a couple of people who look like they might be down on their luck a little bit. Okay. He throws them a couple of coins, just sort of flicks them with some agility towards them. One of them catches it, the other sort of fumbles and it clatters to the floor and he goes diving for it. Before you tell me the results of your endeavors, I had a visitation while I was egressing to this location. A visitation from whom? That needs to be seen. My first question would be, does the Baron and his fine lady have any children? Something we might want to look into. I did, in fact, see a young girl. Age was indetermined. Drinking from a pool of water in a somewhat attractive forest glade. I did, upon seeing that vision, hear the phrase, Whatever her mother says, she's not a monster from some old hag. I do not yet have meaning or context to this. Hmm. It seems you may have more magical aptitude than I originally thought. There is a possibility that we are dealing with a Garu. Have you met the flea-bitten mutt that is sometimes at the Vatican? Have Once I? or twice, but not formally. He has some rather interesting abilities. I've not seen them myself, but if there is one, there may indeed be more. Although, while there is more to this young girl in the vision than meets the eye, I do not see how she could transform into something larger than herself. Even if she was a Garu, I would find it difficult if the city guard was unable to deal with such a creature. There is a mystery, my short friend. I believe in the morning we should go to the cemetery. I was also given a name of someone in town who may be helpful with more information, but... Are they the hunter? We do need to speak to them as well. No, they're the old man. The who... I suppose... Every town has one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not they're the, the old man. He's dead. Right? No, not the father. He's the one who cares about the, the gossip of the town and has strong opinions about the Baron and his father. And what is it you're hoping to learn from a gossip monger? I won't know until I speak with him. Have you given any thought to your forward motion in this particular endeavor? Of course. The first thing, and probably most important, is we should check out the cemetery where the murder took place. Are you certain it's a murder? When you were there, you were implying that if it could just be beasts, if it was merely beasts. Beasts are incapable of murder. They eat. They hunt. They don't murder. Murder is a particularly artistic expression of human form. Perhaps I let slip more than I meant. But you're right. I do believe that this was a murder. Not simply a beast attack. 
I, given the information that we've received and your recent visitation, I think it is safe to assume that although it may not have been a conscious decision to murder the townsfolk, it was a murder nonetheless. I shall let that pass. All right. Well, if the hunters do not wish to discuss anything further, then as you go to sleep, you hear the howling of certainly not one or two or three, but you would, if you had to put a number to it, say ten or more wolves that seem to be around the village. You lie slightly restlessly awake, as this is not a sound that you are used to, although the villagers who have been dealing with it for quite some time at this point may be having a better sleep. They do not seem to you to ever set foot within the village itself, as best as you can tell, although you get the sense that they are surrounding it and they are pacing. Sweet dreams. The Broken Tales RPG is released by the World Anvil Publishing, starring Ghost as Piper, SPG as James Henry Hook, Shadow as Baby Yaga, Emily is the storyteller, sounds and music by Sirenscape.com and Epidemic Sounds. You can find us at Critfail.com. <laughs>